This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I will say that in the spirit of everything that's going on, Obviously, you know, everybody's dealing with heavy hearts, and obviously we are all trying to get through this together, but it's amazing how just trying to find a little joy in your day, like waking up and playing 18 holes of golf from like a frame of mind standpoint can put you in like such a better mood, even when you end up hitting some lousy shots, even when you end up shanking a few, you know, 65 degrees, sunshiny day. Course out in New Jersey was fantastic. And listen, everybody was doing a great job out there as far as not going in the clubhouse, nobody riding in carts, everybody at least six feet apart, people with masks on all over the place. So from a social distancing standpoint, it could not have been any better. And it was the first time I actually had walked 18 holes of golf since this all has gone down. And let's just say I'm a little achy. To be honest with you, I know I'm going to be 32 in a couple of weeks, but I got to admit, the neck's a little tight, the back's a little tight. I'm sitting in my chair getting ready for the show, and I'm like, man, I'm really feeling it. I'm really feeling it. So I'll take those aches and pains all day, any day, to get a little bit of enjoyment outside. So listen, good way to start off Tuesday. We're going to have the great Michael Imperioli. From the Sopranos, who's going to join us at around 4.20 or so. And I'm all fired up about this because we had Steve Sharipa on last night. Steve was sensational every which way. Um, going through some of the old episodes. Talking about his, you know, fandom of New York sports. So we'll do the same thing with Michael Imperioli as the Sopranos this week. Find a way to work themselves into the conversation. And... I got to think when the anniversary of the last episode was. I know it was in 2007. I'm trying to think when exactly the last episode was. I know I was back home from Syracuse at this point. So it had to be either May or June. Had to be May or June. But nonetheless, that's what we got coming up. Now, as far as our trip down memory lane, I think many of you are wondering, all right, JJ, where are you going with this one? How is this one going to shake out? Well... Because I'm a little bit of a fool, and I've done this quite a bit over this period of lockdown and whatnot, I am flipping through the channels, bored, trying to find something to watch, did not want to dive into like a full episode. I just needed like a short spurt of something before I was going to do a little reading, before I was going to play a little MLB The Show. I needed a short spurt. So I'm flipping around, I'm flipping around, I'm flipping around. And what do I find? Game four of the 2004 American League Championship Series. You're a Yankee fan. That's one that's probably going to have you running for the hills. And what amazed me about that game 
in a rewatch standpoint is this notion that the Yankees had multiple, multiple chances to either blow that game out of the water so they didn't have a one-run lead going into the bottom half of the ninth inning, and then the chances they had going in extra innings, including one off the bat of Alex Rodriguez. And listen, Alex Rodriguez got vilified in that series. Totally understand why. First year with the Yankees, did absolutely nothing in games five, six, and seven. And when you're making the amount of money that he was making, you're going to take the brunt of that. Obviously, if you know anything about that collapse, to put A-Rod as the number one list on that collapse is ridiculously outrageous, especially when you look at Kevin Brown, Javier Vasquez, and the bullpen snafus. Goes well beyond Alex Rodriguez. But he had a BB in that game. Caught by Orlando Cabrera. That I got to be honest, I forgot about. You know, like you vividly remember Tony Clark in game five. Obviously, I remember Mariano walks Kevin Millar. Robert steals the base. Bill Miller, who killed the Yankees, gets the base hit. I've seen that a million times. But A-Rod, with a runner on second, I think with one out, hit one right on the screws. And Cabrera made a diving catch. Probably saved the game. Don't remember it, but... Significant. Yankees also had the bases loaded in extra innings. With a guy as clutch as anybody in Bernie Williams at the plate. Popped up to center field against Curtis Laskanek, a guy the Yankees beat up for a good chunk of that year in the postseason. But yeah, I'm sitting there like a fool watching that game. Blood is boiling over that game. And... It kind of, in a way, ties me into what I'm going to do. Now, Fleegs and I talked about this the other day with the Victor Cruz play and how we tried to get that going for you guys as far as a positive moment. We tried to get that going for you guys as far as the positive vibes and the positive spin when it comes to that memory that lasts forever in your mind, not necessarily a game. Fleeks, on the other hand, though, is Jeff Fenn is like, that is a moment I want to block out from my mind as I'm sitting in the upper deck at MetLife Stadium. That's something that I wish I could possibly unlive. That is something I would like to wipe away from the memory bank, if humanly possible. So, inspired by the little conversation we had, and inspired by what I ended up re-watching for a good chunk of my Tuesday night, What we are going to do here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is this. I want you now to go through the memory bank. And don't tell me the worst loss you've ever experienced. Now, it may turn out that this particular game is the worst loss you experienced. But a particular play, maybe it's a walk-off. Maybe it's a game-winning touchdown where your team is on a short end. Maybe it is a sequence in a basketball game. Maybe it's an overtime goal In hockey, that's just, oh, you can't escape the side of it. And what would that particular moment, not game, moment be for you? Now, I thought of a few. And I don't know which one, for me at least, stands out above the rest. Because I got to be honest, they're all equally awful. The first one that comes to mind 
is the Luis Gonzalez base hit against Mariano Rivera. The idea of that broken bat, boom, or cheap hit, whatever it was, going over the head of Derek Jeter, seeing Gonzalez after he hits the ball jump up in the air, and watching Arizona run on the field and watching the Yankees lose the World Series. That moment is like etched in like the most horrifying way imaginable. I'll give you another. And it involves the New York Yankees and it involves something we saw as recently as last year. The walk-off homer to Jose Altuve was probably, for me, one of the more restless and one of the more restless nights I've gotten in a long, long time. And listen, I know it pales in comparison to everything that's going on right now. So I get it. We're all having a lot of sleepless nights, but I'm talking from a sports standpoint. Trust me, I've had plenty of those the last month. You don't want to know. Staying up to like 7, 38 o'clock in the morning. Not pleasant. Nonetheless, I think back to that game and that moment of just exuberance and high energy and excitement and all those positive emotions coming to mind when Lemayu in the ninth inning ties the game against us sooner. Because the thoughts are running through my head. Holy smokes, holy smokes. Are the Yankees going to tie this game? Are the Yankees going to win this game? Are we looking at a game seven tomorrow night? Even if it's going to be Garrett Cole. It's so fresh. It's surreal. That basically within 10 minutes of that moment, it is soul-crushing. Now, we are very aware of the fact that Jose Altuve may have had some technology that comes into play, and maybe Jose Altuve had a better sense and a better idea for what pitch was going to be coming in. Maybe he did, maybe he did not. I beg to think that he did. Needless to say, still eats at me. That particular moment. It's not the worst game I've ever experienced, and it's not like the overall spectrum of a series, like the 04 collapse. I mean, listen, the 04 collapse, the problem is I can't pick one individual moment that is just like soul-crushing, whether it's the Johnny Damon Grand Slam, uh, whether it's the A-Rod slap, uh, whether it's the walk-offs by Artis. Like that whole element for me of 2004 can be combined into one. Like, I can't, for me at least, pick one thing that stands out in that particular series. Because it just ate at me that much. But the Yankees basically giving me three with like those soul-crushing moments. And it happens. Listen, you're in the playoffs a lot. You're playing a lot of meaningful games. Odds are you're going to have some moments that you remember for the rest of your life in a positive way. You're going to have some moments in a negative way that, that haunt you. Not just the game, that moment. And that Luis Gonzalez celebration. And that Astros celebration after Altuve. And I'll give you another that I've talked about as one of the worst games I've ever experienced. But from a moment standpoint, seeing Ken Griffey Jr. Big, fat smile. Down in a dog pile. As the Seattle Mariners are walking off against the New York Yankees. Oh, it eats at me. It eats at me. But depending on what team you may root for, I'm sure you're going to have a particular moment that stands out maybe above the rest. Forget the game. We all know the bad losses. 
the moment. There's got to be one moment that you remember forever in a loss. Usually it's sparked by a play. From a Knicks standpoint, there are two. Obviously the one we just watched the other night, which, listen, is as tough to take as humanly possible, seeing Charles Smith four times trying to put the ball in the bucket against the Chicago Bulls. Might have got fouled. Nonetheless, doesn't get the call. That eats at me, but I got another. And this still kind of gives me nightmares. And I don't know if the Knicks would have gone on much more of a run in that particular year. We'll never know. But the missed finger roll by Patrick Ewing in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals in 1995 with a chance to tie the game. And what really hurts so much about this is that Patrick, in the final three games of that series, and in Game 7 for that matter, was rather incredible. The Knicks were down three games to one. He had a big play in game five to keep the series alive. He goes to game six and balls down Indiana. But yet, the legacy of Patrick Ewing in that particular series, fair or unfair, is going to be forever remembered for the finger roll that wasn't. How in the world does that shot not go in? How in the world does he not slam it in? Van Gundy says to this day, might have had to do with injuries. Might have had to do with hops. Maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong. But when you think about that lasting image, and the Knicks, listen, had soul-crushing losses in the postseason. Chicago in 93, soul-crushing. Lose in a game six in a game seven in Houston, sure. But from a moment standpoint, when I think of the close calls for the Knicks, two moments stand out. It's Charles Smith, Game 5, 93 Conference Finals. And yes, I know the free throws. And yes, I know the shot late in the game. But that sequence, you can't escape it. But that Ewing finger roll. Ugh. Go back and rewatch it. If you want to realize how, like, sickening and and how just... Ugh, it just eats at me. How in the world did that not go in? How in the world did you not dunk it? That's like an image I never want to see ever, ever again. And to see Reggie Miller and all those paces celebrate on Madison Square Garden's floor. That's the ultimate yuck. But that's what I want you guys to do. And I'm sure for you a team of choice. That moment may vary and it may differ. Hey, Victor Cruz the other day. Could have been a moment that Giant fans remember for a long, long time. And they remember it in a positive way. Jet fans, ooh. That is the moment in many ways your franchise crumbled and started a downturn that has been rather vicious. And in many ways, we're still waiting for the Jets to snap out of it and recover. We'll see if they're in the right direction as far as doing so whenever that 2020 season gets going. But I expect this to be a tough exercise for many of you guys to deal with. Because, yeah, we're going down a road again where we're bringing up some painful, painful memories. Maybe for one of you, it's the lasting image 
of Mike Piazza flying out to Bernie Williams in 2000. Why do I bring that up? Not to be a jerk, but because it's a moment for me. That's not my favorite, but it's up there. Beating the Mets in the World Series. Winning four championships in five years. Why do I bring it up? Because it's one of those moments that depending on what side of the aisle and what side of the table you might be a part of. Joy and pain all combined into one. Just depends on your perspective. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.